0: And welcome back to the Quarter 3 podcast. This is going to be season 2. This is really technically episode 65 of the podcast. My name is Spencer Reed Love, and I get to do this podcast with my wife of 29 years, Lisa.
1: Hello everyone.
0: And after a brief two and a half month break, we are back for a brand new season of podcasts to accomplish. Three things that really make up our core purpose. Number one, we're going to inform your mind.
1: We're going to inspire your heart.
0: And and we're going to ignite
1: ignite your joy.
0: joy. We're going to talk about things that will either make you think, laugh, or cry, or all three at one time. We're going to talk about our struggles, we're going to talk about our pain points, we're going to talk about our joys, we're going to talk about life and marriage and how you can remain strong, even in some of the most difficult times of your own lives. So wherever you are today, we encourage you to join in the conversation by sharing this podcast on your socials or with your friends and families by text message. And on this week's episode of the Court of Three podcast, we're going to talk about seasons of life and what you can do to navigate change and the stress that it brings. But before we jump into that, rather than have a Court of Three question of the day, Lisa has our Court of Three story of the day coming straight from the classroom
1: yes because that's where I get a lot of material
0: oh yeah you can get a lot of material with third (laughs) graders that's where
1: I am a lot Mm -hmm. it's so good isn't this fun to be back
0: it is really fun to be
1: you know I wondered I thought are we gonna be like stuttering and like stammering and and not remembering how to podcast. Oh,
0: no, no, no. It's, it's like riding like a bike. bike. Yeah, it's yeah, just like riding just a bike. you just get back on. You just get right back on.
1: Start peddling.
0: But a lot has happened in the last eight to ten weeks.
1: Oh, yeah. We can catch people up in a minute. It's just, it's really good to be back. It is good to I've pass. missed having this time with you. I think it was somewhat therapeutic for us, wasn't it?
0: At least for me.
1: I think it was. No, I say for both of us. It was just, it was a good time every week for us to connect. Mm -hmm. in a different way. It is. And I've just missed it. Mm -hmm. I have. So it's good to be back. Break was nice as well. Okay, so here's the story of the day. So I'm teaching math. And all my other years, I, I love when I get to do like little extra things with them that's maybe not necessarily a part of the actual math content lesson. And one of the things that I love to expose them to are different graphs and talking about gathering Data, information, and collecting it and putting it into tables or graphs and charts, and how um, they're just useful. You're going to use that in life. So I kind of talked about bar graphs, pie charts, pictographs, line graphs, and then I thought, well, let's just do some of our own. Now, mind you, I've done this other years, and it's just fun. You know, when they get to come up to the board, and or they get to come up with the you know, information that we're gonna collect. So we started off, we had like, Favorite ice cream flavors. That's usually a very popular one. That almost every year they like to do that one. Now you never know what the flavors are. Like this year we had Superman and some stuff. I wasn't even really sure what it was. But that's just food coloring. Well, there's no flavor with that. I I know, but it's not. But it, it was different than just your plain vanilla chocolate. Like these kids, they they were coming up Rocky Road and like yeah, all kinds of things. So anyway, we did that one. That was really fun. They were getting into it. I said, okay, let's do another. Let's do another one. Let's collect some more data. So we did like favorite sport, and we had to clarify, favorite sport to play because you had to be specific because some mom said I like to watch other things than what I like to play. So we did favorite sport, and that was fun. And then I said, okay, let's do one that Miss Breedlove loves to do. <laughs> Something Miss Breedlove is she really enjoys muscle cars. And they just kind of looked at me. Now, I get to teach this twice, okay? So this is the first time, the first class I'm teaching it to of the day, and I'm like, okay, maybe they just, I need to maybe rephrase it, or they're just kind of not really paying attention. They're half asleep still when I'm doing this. And so I said, all right, you guys, you know, like, hot rods and, like, loud, fast cars, muscle cars. And they're still just staring at me and, I'm like, y'all, y'all don't know, y'all don't know what that is, and and wait, all of they're staring at, you. they're staring at, they're not seeing like, anything, blank, nothing, blank stares, I'm getting nothing. Now <clears> I've no done Mustangs, this before, Camaro, no, Camaros, no. I've done this before, and and most of my other classes, they know what I've driven in the past. I've had a Mustang, a Camaro, like they know, they yeah, they know that of, that's what
0: you've driven, free love, yeah.
1: yeah, and we and I don't know some of. The boys and even the girls will talk about cars. Well, I'm just getting blank stares from this class. And I'm like, really? And so finally, this one kid, and I'm like, oh, yes, there's hope. The kid raises their hand and they're like, oh, you mean like a Tesla? Oh, my heavens. And I was like, there goes the hope. Oh. No. What? No. I was very defeated, not the teacher they, they were getting I know they were getting bar graphs and line graphs and pie charts. I was so sad though that this is the world that we live in now that our children are growing up and they don't know what muscle cars are They don't know what mu- that's terrible. That's awful Like my daddy taught me like to recognize and spot, Cars, and I'm like, oh, not a Tesla, honey. No. Do you hear a Tesla coming down the road? No. No, you don't. So it cannot be classified as a muscle car. No. You maybe I confused him when I said racing. I don't know. But here was the silver lining. I did in my next class, the second class that I taught. They were kind of the same. They really weren't getting it either. But. One kid did say Camaro, and I was like, yes. Then another one said, well, I do know racing, and he began to tell me that he watches Formula One racing. Okay. So I was impressed with that. So out of all my third graders, 25, two kids know what good cars are.
0: (laughs) Oh, my. That is really a... That is an indictment. Parents, on parents,
1: grandparents. Maybe we need to go about the grandparents. Grandparents, you need to teach your kids what muscle cars. Yeah, are.
0: Grandparents are going to need to do that. Yes, but now, that's not, that's really sad.
1: You can have your opinion on what the greatest one. I think it's the Shelby GT, but because you know, well, it did beat Ferrari. Well, yeah. okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but but still. teach them, yeah, yes, Chargers, Challengers, Tesla, i Yeah, I'm not a Tesla. It's just That's a tough. fast golf cart. I know, not Suburbans, not Prius, no, a fast golf cart.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did see uh-huh. a new car come out. Oh, that has it's. They're calling it the True Hybrid.
1: Wait, did you see a commercial about this? Yes. Okay.
0: The I True Hybrid. The What's true that mean? Hybrid. What's that mean? So, you can actually switch the type of power. It can either be gas-powered or it could be electric-powered. Electric. Uh-huh. And the idea is it's electric heard. for local trips. It's gas for longer trips. That was the
1: commercial. Local electric. Uh-huh. Gas for long trips. Long trips. Yeah. You know why? Because where are you going to plug your little electric car in when you have to go on a 14-hour trip? Right.
0: And or, you got to wait you know, 20 minutes.
1: I just wondered when there's like evacuations... Around beaches mm-hmm. and other places, where do all these electric car people go? People still gonna need gas. They're gonna be stranded. So they have somebody a, needs to make a like a Armageddon end times movie about that. So all they the people basically have created a vehicle
0: that's <laughs> a, a golf cart for around town and yes. a powered vehicle by gas. If you got to go long distances,
1: well, I'm just saying. I really don't think we're going to see a time when there is no pickup trucks. We need pickup trucks in the got world. To. How you, you going got to haul pick, stuff? You got to like, haul Yeah, move stuff. A good pickup truck is great. But we also need muscle cars. Maybe too. you should do
0: <laughs> a poll on mm-hmm. what's your preference, like, like electric or gas. Oh,
1: yeah, my kids are a little young to understand that right now.
0: Maybe we should do a poll.
1: That'd be a good electric, one. In, maybe in gas. high school. Probably know. so. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Anyway, parents, let's do a better job. Teach our kids about cars.
0: So life update. <laughs> life update. We got a lot to update. Yeah. And it really in the life update really kind of segues into what we're going to talk about tonight yes. on Seasons of Life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, first of all, congratulations to Lisa for becoming a master teacher.
1: Oh, thanks, Hun.
0: Yes. You are definitely after thirteen years, I would definitely <laughs> say you should be a master teacher.
1: It's just a, a nice, you know, designation that they bestow upon you from the Georgia Independent Schools. Um, yeah. Association.
0: Well, congratulations! Cool.
1: Thank you. Thank, am, you, thank you, thank you. It was a proud. lot of work. I
0: mean, it was a lot of work for you there to get all that Another teacher
1: from our school. There was two of us, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of work. And we joked at the beginning. We had to do it last semester, last right. school semester. So from January to May, along with teaching, mm-hmm. coaching, and all the other things we do, being a mom, um, we also were working on our portfolio Mm -hmm. for this and we joked that we sent everything off in may and then we thought you know we'd hear something in the summer but we didn't hear anything and we came back for pre-planning and we saw each other and kind of locked eyes and we made our way to find each other and i was like uh have you heard anything and she said no have you heard anything i said no i was like well i was thinking maybe i didn't make the cut and she said well i was thinking i didn't make the cut but the very next day we both received an email does that come with a pay raise yeah i don't think so should no i don't think so
0: 13 years master teacher yeah
1: well i don't know
0: pay raise would be good
1: yeah okay What else has been going on? Spencer, tell us what's new for you.
0: (laughs) Well, a lot is new. (laughs) A lot is new. So for the last 10 years of my life, I have been on staff of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in either a part-time or a full-time capacity. And Mm -hmm. over the last five, it's been full-time. And um, back in... uh, july or late june actually i was offered an opportunity to come on uh come on to the team of a remediation and construction firm based out of athens and um i took it Mm -hmm. um really had sensed that god was leading us into a new season of of life and uh getting ready for really kind of what's next um and you know, for, for you. And, uh, we could just sense that God was making the change in, in us and the direction that, uh, we were going in from a, from a place of, of work and career. And mm-hmm. so, uh, back in <clears throat> July after I received the word and the offer to come on, uh, to this team, uh, submitted my resignation to FCA, and mm. uh, my last day was July the 30th, and so I'm brand new into a new job and a new career, a new role. Um, it's been hard, it's been good, it's been challenging, um, it's been stressful. Uh, it's been there's been a lot to it, but I believe that long term this is a um, this mm. is a great thing for. Uh, for you and for me as a family and uh, for the team that I'm a part of now. And man, I, uh, over these uh, last several weeks, it's been a, a period of grief uh, because I miss my team. I miss my, mm-hmm. I miss the people that I've invested in uh, for so long. And, uh, but I was preparing in my leadership. I was basically preparing a, a time to leave because
1: I think that's it, being a good leader.
0: Yeah. And it just came to a point. It's like yeah. it's time. It, it, was it just time so happens stuff. that now. And time. we have, you know, I hope I left the, my, 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 team in good position, good condition. So that they just picked up the ball and just kept mm-hmm. on running with I it, you can. know? And, uh, it, uh, it was definitely hard to leave. Um, but i've also learned that transition is a journey it's not an event and it is something that you have to process and work through each and every day and um, the new job the new career has its own set of challenges it's a brand new pace it's a brand new rhythm of of life for me earlier days uh longer days sometimes and um but but it's been but it's been good uh, along the way. So Mm -hmm. I'm a part of a, it's a brand new firm that's just getting started. Um, God's favor is, is on our, is on our business and really looking forward to, uh, seeing how he grows, um, us as a team and us as a business. So, yeah, so it's a brand new, it's a brand new time for uh, all of us. It really is. Mm -hmm. So, and from a Family perspective. I mean, we'll just stay on the whole family. Yeah. Our middle son, Jared, got engaged, what, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. And the wedding. He popped
1: the question and she said yes. She
0: said yes. And the wedding is in 55 days. 55?
1: Five days,
0: fifty-five days is the wedding, which and we, we
1: think that's kind of cool.
0: Oh yeah, I like how they're it's, doing it. It's really a, do. it's going to be, they're calling it an elopement style wedding, mm-hmm. so it's you know very, it's going to be very small. Yes. And today at lunch, uh, mm-hmm. they asked me to officiate mm-hmm. their wedding.
1: That's special.
0: and so I am extremely excited about being able yeah. to to put uh, just a, a blessing on them, uh, as a, as a father mm-hmm. and it's just, I'm so excited about Jared and, and Kendall and having her a part of the family and mm-hmm. what, what God's doing in, in their life. It's just a, it's a beautiful relationship and to know where Jared was three years ago and to where he is today, it's an absolute miracle. Mm-hmm. Um, Got the challenges work. that we had growing up with him growing up through middle school and high school and to see where he's at today is just, mm-hmm. it really is a beautiful thing.
1: It is. It's very cool to have watched that unfold before really our eyes. Has. And that's our middle one, our oldest one. He has a new job as yep. well. He's doing good. Job. He's he's making some decisions and thinking about long term mm-hmm. um, careers for himself. Yep. I think that's a good thing for him.
0: And then Lizzie's graduating. And our
1: youngest is a senior. Yes. Yeah. So, a
0: there's a lot. Lots going,
1: on. going on for senior year, yeah.
0: And then, not to mention, my parents live with us. Yes, now. Grammy and
1: Papa are still here.
0: Yep, Grammy mm-hmm. and Popper here, and you know, it, so we have Adjusting we're learning. To, we're having adjustments yeah. there. We're having adjustments with um, one graduating, our last one graduating and getting out of the house. And we got college visits coming mm-hmm. up. We got marriage coming up. We got new jobs that we're dealing with. It's just a lot. Yes.
1: Yeah, so you could say. That we're in a new season of life, right?
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> and life does have seasons.
0: Yeah, and, and I I made a note that as I thought about these seasons, mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, our, the seasons of life that we have can sometimes feel like the heat of summer. But at mm-hmm. other times, it feels like the newness of spring and the coolness of fall. Oh, um, or cold of and it can sometimes be—it's kind of a gray, <laughs> dreary, dreary yeah. time that's good, it of is
1: That's a very good analogy, hon. And I guess that's why we call them seasons.
0: And 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 you know, in August and September, you can kind of mm-hmm. ride this heat wave, get really hot, mm-hmm. and then it'll get then it'll get cool, and it feels really good in the morning. And mm-hmm. you know, you kind of go in this ebb and flow of temperature. And how the climate in your home and the climate in your life can can change. And sometimes it can change in a moment's notice and with mm-hmm. without any warning whatsoever. And so tonight, um, we're going to talk about seasons of life and how to navigate the change and how to navigate the stress that is that accompanies, the, the change that exists there. Because the common thing, the common thing about seasons of life, the one common thing is change. Yeah. Change. It's, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. It's going to yes. happen. Correct. And no matter how much control or how much pressure you try to apply, change is going to happen. You, you know, God's going to move you into a different direction. Your kids grow up. Your kids get married. You have parents that may they have their own particular needs that you need to be able to help with. And so can, sometimes you can find yourself in what people have, have coined the te- the sandwich generation where you're caring for your parents, but you're also still caring still for your raising. kids and your sandwich right between them. Um, but the common characteristics of seasons is change. And with change comes stress and with stress comes the way that you cope. Um and so you know what we want to talk about are those healthy rhythms and and how you can cope. So um so the question is what can you do to navigate the change and the stress it can bring.
1: Okay. Number 1, I think this is very important and sometimes this gets shuffled to the bottom maybe or it's a last resort. But exercise and proper nutrition it's really really important Um, I mean our temple is you know his dwelling place for his spirit for those of us that are believers and we're to take care of it and that's not a, a selfish thing I mean again as with everything there's a balance and a moderation but you know, as much as you can, eat well, eat your vegetables like your mom told you when you were a kid, and get the nutrients that your body needs. Get the rest that your body needs the sleep the downtime the calming of your mind and and exercise move you know and there's just there's we were saying today you know there's always room for improvement we're talking about grades and Mm -hmm. things like that and um there's always room for improvement so even just little things like park further out in the parking lot and just walk a few more steps you know um walk the buggy all the way back to the store instead of putting it in the little thing out in the parking lot. Um, there's just little things we can all do.
0: Yeah. I, I'm glad you mentioned the rest piece um, because that's something that we all need. You got to have rest. Um
1: And that might be the first thing to go when in this season you feel stress and pressure and it might be the first thing that goes is your right. rest.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, you got to maintain discipline mm-hmm. when it comes to those stressful moments. Yes. And you got to find time to say, I'm going to take care of myself
1: mm-hmm.
0: first. Um, leading self. If you can't lead yourself, you're not going to be doing anybody any good um, if you're not aware and you're not leading yourself well.
1: Well, I liken it to like, I mean... If you're going to play a sport or, 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 you know, go out and fight in a battle, you're going to prepare, right? And you're going to put the equipment on. You're going to have the right things. But why do we not do that for life? Why do we not get our rest and exercise and eat correctly?
0: Yeah, I think that's They're just. A, I think that's just important. a lack of discipline.
1: I think so too.
0: It's a lack of discipline, so we and we can do better. And mm-hmm. we go to what is comfortable. We go to what sure easy.
1: or easy. Yes,
0: we go to what's easy. Yes, uh, it is just. It is. Um, you, you, you drift towards comfort.
1: But again, just like you know, if it's like the armor that I'm putting on before I go into battle. That helps me handle what comes at me in this season. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm better prepared if my mind is rested and I'm not running on two hours of sleep. I'm better prepared if I have nutritioned my body right and I'm not skipping meals and I'm hangry and all. You're just, yeah.
0: Number two. Okay. The second thing, relentlessly communicate. With one another, specifically Mm -hmm. in regards to your marriage, in regards to your relationship with your spouse, when you're going through some seasons of life that where change is happening, relentlessly communicate with one another.
1: But what if it's one person that's kind of experiencing more of a difficult season? I mean, I know you both go through it, but kind of like you had the job change. I didn't I didn't have the job change.
0: Well, yes, I had the job change, but I leaned on you a great deal uh for counsel, for wisdom, for support for uh making sure that I had the right pulse mm-hmm. on on the change mm-hmm. and making sure that the the change that was being made was being made with wisdom and it was being made with faith. It was being made with uh, an unselfishness um, a, and making sure that it was just done in a way that pleased the Lord. And you are my sounding board. And mm-hmm. so I have to communicate that. I mean, how would you have felt if I hadn't communicated anything to you about a potential job change boom and, all and then I got an offer and say, hey, yeah. I'm doing this?
1: No, that wouldn't have been good.
0: No. And so yeah. the communication helps, um, with smooth, with, with mm-hmm. smooth transitions. It, it, instead of like, it's kind of like going down the, uh, going down a, a road and you're cruising down the road at 60 something miles an hour. And then all of a sudden the driver, let's say I'm driving and I know I got a turn up here and I don't put my blinker on to warn the person behind me and I don't really put my brakes on to slow the vehicle down. And I just do an about, I just make a left-hand turn really sharp. What does that do to you as the passenger?
1: Throws me off. Throw it, and
0: yeah. Like, it scares you. Yeah. And so, um,
1: yeah,
0: I have to be, when, when there's communication, you're turning your blinker on, mm-hmm. you are, you're putting the brakes on, you are, Communicating that, hey, left turn ahead or right turn ahead. Um and so, it also
1: puts that person, that your partner, you know, um
0: you have just as on much your at,
1: side. You and,
0: have and, just as much at stake in this as I do. Yeah.
1: And and now they're, you know, they're they're along with you in this season and what it brings. Mm-hmm. Um I was gonna say a key to the communication, you say relentlessly communicate. So when it was you going through the change with the job, my communication was more listening, exactly, and and asking good questions. You know, um, yeah,
0: yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, you harping on me or anything like that. It was. It was just a. It was good listening. It was being a good sounding board. It was being truthful mm-hmm. and and just straight up with me yeah as we as yeah. we navigated that change yeah
1: okay. So, alright
0: yeah I think the relentless communication between husband and wife is critical yeah. when it comes to change
1: sure because it's going to be hard enough to to navigate the change you in your marriage need to stay aligned yeah 100%. you don't need the bumps there too along with the bumps that are going to come yeah there's enough The change exactly yeah, uh-uh. exactly. yeah.
0: Um, the third thing that, and I put this in here because this, this one's really for me Mm -hmm. because I screwed up here and most, most people know that I have, uh, suffered from depression and anxiety, um, that was discovered six years ago this week and, uh, was, was dealt with and was. Uh, sought help, sought counsel, sought medical attention—you uh, name it—and and so that's something that I have dealt with for the last six years of of my own life, and. I will be honest there are times so I'm like man maybe well maybe I don't need my my meds maybe I don't need my 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 medication I, and I'm feeling good and I'm better now. and I'm doing I feel like I'm doing better and making good decisions and I am you know my mind is right my heart's right my soul's right everything just seems right and I stopped taking my medica- my, my medication and I stopped taking it without doctor information without doctor authorization or coaching or anything like that. And in the middle of a job change and career change, I'm, I'm at the same time, not realizing what I was doing to my, my body and my heart and Mm -hmm. my soul. But coming off of that medication, um, sent me into a, a place that I didn't need to go emotionally mm-hmm. and and mentally so I say all that to say that if that's something that you as an individual deal with uh, if you deal with depression and anxiety if you're one of the millions of people around the world that that suffer from depression and anxiety and you take your medication in order to um, to cope Regular. and regulate stay on it Stay on it. Um, if you do decide to come off or want to feel like you do need to come off, make sure you do it with doctor supervision. Um, but for me, you know, that was just a good reminder that, man, because stress only exacerbates what what I deal with. And it's hard for me to really cope when I'm not taking – The proper medication that i need in order to help me and so what i've come to realize is that man my healing through this is that god used somebody somewhere to create a medication that can help a person like me live a life that that overcomes helps me to overcome depression and anxiety Hmm. That's that's how I see it. Yeah. So
1: and I think, you know, not it's not the same as medicine, but I also think in the different seasons of life that come and we're going through seasons and they may be difficult or hard or new and whatever those challenges that they bring might be. I think it is important to continue some of the rhythms that you have that, that do bring you, um, you know, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's not it's not your medication but they do they they give you what you need i mean i think we do have healthy rhythms and i think just because the season comes along don't stop your book club or your bible study or your you know the things like that that are your healthy rhythms mm-hmm. that keep you grounded i guess that's what mm-hmm. i'm looking for because that was your medicine when you stop taking it you are not grounded <laughs> Mm-mm. And and everything then was off balance. So just like the exercise, nutrition, relentlessly communicating with your, your spouse, I think it's it's good still. Find the time, even in the season, because it might be that you have to cut some things and cut back maybe, but still do those things that bring you some enjoyment and some grounding mm-hmm. to your life.
0: That's a good word. So the last thing, mm-hmm. this is what something I preached on this morning. Yes. Um, was in Matthew eleven, twenty eight, twenty nine, 29 and 30. Jesus, uh, he says to take my yoke
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you will find rest. Take my yoke upon you and you will find rest. Mm-hmm. And the yoke. When he says that, it's really more of a play on r- words to the Jewish nation who was enslaved by the Jewish law,
1: right? Over six hundred, over six hundred and
0: some odd them. laws, and they could not keep them, and so the expectations were a burden, and they were—it was a yoke of slavery on them. And what Jesus was doing is, Jesus was calling them to a life of freedom, mm-hmm. and He was saying, "Look, take my yoke." That my yoke is easy, and my burden is light, um, I'm gentle, I'm lowly, I am accessible, I'm not harsh, I'm not exasperated with you, but to take my yoke. And so when we are yoked, when we are joined together with Christ, there is rest, there is peace, there is uh, Jesus is accessible, um, and in that relationship, uh, there is life, and his desire is for us to live life to the fullest. So I would say when you are walking through these changes with these seasons of life, make sure that you Yoke yourself with Christ, because as our pastor has said, and I've heard him say it, this is about three years ago, Jesus is the universal solution to all that burdens us. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, whatever it is that is is stressing you out, that is burdening your heart, your soul, whatever it is. Jesus is the universal solution to all that burdens us. And all Jesus is saying is, come and yoke yourself with me and learn from me, and I will give you rest.
1: That's true. It's the easy yoke. It's an invitation. It's an invitation. It's an invitation, but the thing about an invitation is you have to receive it. Absolutely. You have to accept invitation take him at his word and like you said our pastor is going through romans right now and the whole point of romans is for us to better understand and grasp the gospel that i think we fully can't wrap our minds around but that we are wretched sinners in need of a glorious savior and he's right there with us no matter what the season is, as the seasons come and as they go, He is with us.
0: Every step of the way, yes. He's with us. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. Mm-hmm. You got anything else you want to add to the, to the list? No. On that?
1: No. This was good. I'm just glad to be back.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Glad to be uh, back.
1: Yes, let us know if you need us to pray with you or pray for you about anything, maybe a season of life that you're in or a change that you're going through. We would be honored to pray for you on those things. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends uh, on your social media. And we thank you for listening.
0: Yes, thank you so much. And remember that two Two are better better than than one one, and a a cord cord of three strands strands
1: is not easily easily broken.